Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 462. With over 77,000 miles of roads, North Carolina has the nation's largest state-maintained highway system. Would you have ever guessed North Carolina would have that? Not at all. It's because they don't have any county roads. They're all maintained by the state. An open plain, and we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through. I saw you on my way through. What's up, everyone? I'm Trav. I'm Heather. I've got my fifth favorite beverage or drink <laughs> of 2020 with me, water, because mm. my throat, it's a, little, it's a little hoarse today. It is. I wonder why. I know why. <clears throat> oh. Because I went out running yesterday when it was cold. Oh. And you know how when you're out of shape... And you run mm -hmm. and it's cold and mm -hmm. you're like, it's hard to breathe. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess it lasted until today. I gotcha. You were hitting the ground running in 2021. Nicely done. Yes. I was, uh, I was running because it was the last, I asked myself, what's the last thing old Trav would want to do on his birthday? And it was go out for a run in the mm -hmm. rain. And so since it was my birthday yesterday, I thought, yeah. I'm just going to go and do that. New Trav is in for it. I guess new yeah. Trav is in for it. So guys, we are wrapping up a little bit of a tear here, a little bit of a, a I don't have the little drop here, but a, a little bit of a crying mm, thing. A little right? sadness. A little this sadness is the last year in review. That we are wrapping up our year in review series. This is part six. If you've been listening all the way through, then you have heard part one, travel stats, part two, travel mm -hmm. superlatives, part three, best drinks, as mm -hmm. we mentioned part four best desserts, part five best meals. And now we're talking best experiences. And this is always a super fun one for us to do. Like always, we don't know each other's lists. Mm -mm. But how do you approach this? When I say best experiences, what is like, what is your thought process? Well, in years past, I felt it was a bit easier because I would just kind of think back on all the trips that we took because usually those were our best experiences. So I have to admit that for 2020, I was feeling a little hesitant about recording this podcast because I was thinking, well, what did we even do in 2020? You know, we were in a pandemic for most of the year. I don't think I'm going to be able to get very many best experiences or best memories, you know, but then I opened up my phone and I take a lot a of lot. pictures. She's the one that it says like your iCloud storage is full and we <laughs> oh, just yeah. keep no, buying. No, I have like terabytes We of just storage. keep buying more. We're di She's a digital hoarder. <laughs> I am. I have, I think, 60,000 photos in the cloud. Um, so for me, it was quite easy actually because I just went through my photo reel on my phone and anything that was a good experience or a memorable thing, I, I captured on on my phone. So, okay. I so actually, that's how you went through it. Yeah. I had so many good experiences in 2020, despite the type of year that it was for everybody in the world. Um, so I just, thanks to the podcast for that, because I feel like if we didn't have a podcast, I might've just completely written off 2020 and not really gone over it and reviewed all of those things. Yeah. I guess that's a good thing 
for you guys listening. If you are, if you're either, whether you're on IG live, hi, or you're listening to podcast, take some time. Even if you're listening to podcast and you know, you're now a month into 2021, take some time to reflect on what 2020 brought and the positive experiences out of it. I was going to say, you, you said, oh, I thought this was pretty hard, but right before we got on, I asked you, well, well, how many do you have? You know, we try to sync it up. So we have the same amount and you said, 14 <laughs> and I just started laughing. I said, you better make some of those honorable mentions like yeah. 14. That's more than one a month. So uh-huh. um, I, the way I attacked this and, and usually attacked with the best experiences is not that each one is a, is a day. Some of them might be less than a day or a mm-hmm. moment and some of them might be a little longer than a day. But I just try to think of, I, I start with that as my base of, okay, what was my best day or what day was really awesome mm-hmm. and go from there. Mm-hmm. So I have... 10 on my list yes. plus a few honorable mentions right. you paired and yours down to I, 10 i did i might have combined you know some but yes i have 10 with a few honorable mentions okay so first mm-hmm. i mean the first thing we have to do before <laughs> we get to the list of course is it wouldn't be a complete list is the honorable mention so why don't you start us off how many do you have, have three first? okay so you have three uh-huh okay you have yeah. three honorable mentions give us your honorable mentions actually Real quick, before, I just wanted to make a note for everyone listening, because you said it, you, you thought it was difficult at first to get these. I didn't think it was difficult at first to start making my list. What I found the most difficult was ranking them. Because okay. this year, and I, you know I'm a stickler for rankling, ran, mm-hmm. ranking, Heath. Like, rankling? I'm a stickler for <laughs> rankling, guys. Um, you know, I want to say, I don't want someone to say, oh, here's my top 10 in no particular order. Right. No, you need to rank them. And I did. Yes, as I found, did I. I found this harder than previous years because... Because it was so different than what we were expecting we were going to do. As you mentioned, because there weren't like these standout, oh my gosh, we took this crazy exotic trip. Mm-hmm. It, it Stuff kind of like were maybe more on a level playing field. And I would also then say the other thing that to me made it difficult was that honestly, I was just happy that we were happy and healthy this whole year. Yes. So you know, I think for me, it was like, everything was good. Like all this stuff that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about today to me was a bonus. Cause I know a lot of people had it harder and I feel like maybe, maybe I'm just growing as a person that I didn't feel that antsy and I didn't have a ton of FOMO. And a lot of that probably comes with the fact that well, no you, you, one or yeah, very few people were out doing amazing mm-hmm. things. Sure. So I ultimately, I was like, all these are just great. Like mm-hmm. they just kind of sat on the same level. So I did rank them, but I found the ranking of them yeah. more difficult. But you always do. I mean, you agonize over your list all the time. So I'm not surprised that you found the ranking hard. Well, that's, that's kind of your MO. You that's know? why I actually, that's why we started early. If you guys are on Instagram <laughs> live, that's why we started 15 yeah. minutes early because I, I would have sat there and kept re-ranking. I'm like, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just go. Let's just go. So plus, let's just go. He also thought we would probably, like, this might be a long one. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So let's just go. <laughs> let's just go. Your honorable mentions. My honorable mentions. So um, my first honorable mention is the plants. All the plants oh that I gosh. bought in 2020. And this preceded oh quarantine. Because I know a lot of people, as soon as quarantine hit, you know, everybody was trying to make their homes cozier and better and, you know, update and all that stuff. We're fortunate that we had worked from home before quarantine, right? And so I see you shaking your head, but aren't you grateful that we already had a home set up for working at home? I mean, obviously we traveled a lot, but when we were home, we were home. Like we didn't really 
go anywhere when we were home. We worked from there. Our kids are there. We're there all day. So our home was very comfortable. And before quarantine started in January and in February, I had some really fun plant shopping experiences with my sister, Julie. I went to Terrain, which is a part of anthropology. And we have two here outside Philadelphia. And, you know, I didn't go too crazy, but I think I bought like four or five plants, which at Terrain is like a million dollars. But, um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. But <laughs> I, I'm just I as as I look but, around, as you're talking about plants, I look around, yeah. I see one, yeah. two, three, four, five. So yes. note for the audio. Mm-hmm. And even you guys on IG live, you yeah. can't see this because you, you only see, see us. There are five mm-hmm. plants, including one that, yeah. that is no joke oh, next sorry. to my face. It's right here. Um, and this that. isn't even the place that we live. This no. is simply my I parents. These plants from my sister. This is like an upstairs bedroom in my parents' house that never gets used, and yeah. there's still five plants up here. Um, well, because the, the plants, plants okay. they brought me a lot of happiness and a lot of joy. And you know, when you can't get outside much, because when we were in lockdown in the states. You know, it was hard to even go out for walks sometimes if there were a lot of people out walking. So we were inside our home a lot and the plants not only gave us good air quality for breathing, which is something that's true. They're beautiful. They gave me a task, like I would water them. It just kind of felt like a nice routine that brought me happiness. So, okay, so I, in a non-COVID year, maybe plants wouldn't have made the best experiences, but it brought me a lot of joy, peace, and purpose. Okay. So I guess- yeah. Plants is your water. When I said water as my fifth favorite <laughs> no, drink, and you no, shook your no. plant, this because is what I'm doing now. We're still talking about plants. This is an honorable mention. We're still talking about plants on our best experiences. Moving on, moving Listen, on. I know there are other people moving out on. there. There are other people you out have, there who love the plants. You have two more honorable mentions. I can tell okay. you've thought through this list a lot because yeah. you have a lot to say, which is awesome. Moving on. <laughs> Other honorable mention. I'm shaking my wow. head at plants. This is the first time you've like shut me down. On I'm not a- shutting you down. I'm saying. <laughs> Moving it's on like for at plans. the award shows when they cue the music, like you're done talking. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. My other two honorable mentions, I will try to be much more succinct about them from the guy who's never succinct over here. Anyway, the um, all the visitors that we had at the beach house. I mean, if I thought back over every single visitor, it could have been so many. I mean, we said it was 25. Yeah. I forget what we said on our stats thing. 25 or 32 visitors yeah, to our house every, in only four months. Every visitor was really special and memorable to me. So without getting into all of it, that was, okay. that was just a lot of good times nice. in a year that, you know. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and the next, gosh. Um, my last honorable mention is the family hayride that we did uh, for my and Witt's birthday because I love fall like the rest of the world and we were living at the beach house so you don't really get a fall down there so we came back to Philadelphia got to see some foliage got to have that crisp weather and do a fun private family hayride so and that, that was, was awesome. re- yeah that was really neat I, mm-hmm. that is that one that you only thought of looking back at pictures because I didn't no. think about that at all oh no okay no, but right. some of these other ones were nice. like the plants. Oh, the plants were, right, you, you know, just like I had a lot of pictures, pictures of plants. Yeah, and you saw a thousand plants and you thought, <laughs> okay, all right. I've got two honorable okay. mentions. Uh, one kind of piggybacking on what you say is your second honorable mention, just the people that we had at our house without naming everyone. Uh, just having like little deck air quote parties because we never had a party. It was always yeah. a small group of friends, but we've done mm-hmm. it with you know, people came down, uh, Chris and Mel for, for Thanksgiving, my buddy cubes and his family came down. 
as well. We had our friends, our new friends that we've met down in Carolina Beach, you know, a couple or two, they'd come over. So we sitting out on the deck, having a quote unquote party, even though they're very small and socially Mm -hmm. distanced, that was just a good memory for all the people who came through there. And the other one was the first seafood boil that we did. I almost put that on my list. When we were down in Carolina Beach, Mm scoping out the property that we ended up buying mm-hmm. you know it was it was neat because i i looked for places to eat i didn't know anything about uh this area that we were moving to and i, I saw this seafood boil company i thought we got to do this my dad's gonna be down there he's gonna love it and so doing that first one when we did it that night we actually had no idea if our offer was gonna get accepted if we were ever going to to live in that area or anything like that there was a bunch of uncertainty but i remember sitting there thinking um if we get this house, this is the tradition we are going to start. When right. we have people over who have never been here, we're doing a seafood boil with them. And it's cool that it then came to fruition. Yes. So. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, cool. Now okay. we're, into, we're into our now top we're 10. we're into the real list. Our real list. Top 20, 10 each. Mm-hmm. Some of them may overlap. I don't know her list. She doesn't know my list. Who knows? It's a weird year. Maybe we won't have anything that overlaps. Yeah, it could be. That would be. be odd, though. I don't All know. All right, you're number 10. Okay. My number 10 is something else that has to do with this podcast, which is recording the quarantine diaries. I just, that, that was, was really fun. Ago. Yeah. And that was fun. You know, in a time of uncertainty when all travel stopped, I know that a lot of our listeners and our people who follow us on social media were really grateful for those quarantine diaries, you know, because it gave them something to escape to, but it also did the same for us. You know, we got to relive those trips and those memories and it gave us something fun to do together when, you know, you're spending all of your time together and it can become a bit monotonous. So it really gave us a fun, purposeful task to do together you know it so was like that's a ha- always a good thing it was like it wasn't halfway in the year but it was essentially the same feeling we get when we do these year in review podcast which mm-hmm. is why we like it why we decided to do it live and back to back to back to back this year was because it is fun it's fun to mm-hmm. have like a, a mission all right we're doing six or seven in a row um you know and you and i this time are doing it you know daily that quarantine diaries were the same thing it was just cool to be able to sit down and do those and have a bit of a reprieve um, yeah, it was all, I mean, maybe that should be built in, not that they, hopefully they're not quarantine diaries, uh, for <laughs> the years in the future, yeah. but some sort of mid year check into mm-hmm. where we do not a year in review, but a similar thing where we kind of take a theme and run with it and maybe accelerate it and do two quicker hitting ones. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. It, if well, you guys like really the quarantine fun. diaries, let us know. Yeah. I, I totally didn't think about that, but I really enjoy doing that as well. My number 10 is the 4th of July party. And again, we use party. Um, <laughs> every party that I'm going to say, you just put air quotes around yeah. if I forget to. But that is with our friends Kaz and Craig mm-hmm. from Why Travel Blog. And surprise as well, Mike and Ann from Honey Trek. So yes. if you guys have followed our podcast or our site, you know they're, they're both good friends of ours. Kaz and Craig, even though we've been friends with theirs virtually for a long time, we had never met in person. Mm-hmm. And so we... We're planning on, we were leaving the beach area that we were in on July th- on July 4th, mm-hmm. the day of July 4th. And um, what we, we just happened to see that Mike and Ann were coming to Cass and Craig's house and they live in Raleigh, North Carolina. And we're like, oh, you guys having a little 4th of July get together? Like, yeah, come up. And so spur of the moment, we went up and yeah. we got to visit them. First time we've ever met them. 
I uh, got to see Mike and Ann again. We've seen them a few times that they were, had just come back from like some crazy being stuck in Poland in their camper <laughs> because they couldn't get out of the country. So they had a bunch of stories. And so it's just a nice, I think the theme for me is going to be a nice regular night where yes. you kind of forgot that COVID was happening. Yes, we weren't sitting near each other. Yes, we were socially distanced, but we could just for a moment just hang out mm -hmm. with people and have a few drinks and eat some good food. And yeah, it was like a it was like a regular little get together. Yeah, it was the first time we hung out with people that weren't really in our circle um since the corn the pandemic started. So I remember at first feeling a little bit odd that we were at somebody else's house and you know that we were <laughs> socializing and then, you know, obviously as the night wore on, and of course we were careful enough. It's not like we were sipping off each other's drinks, but it was really, it was nice. And I almost put that on my, my list as well. But then, you know, I had to narrow things down. So I just put. Well, and this whole, is exactly why, where like the hard to rank <laughs> thing comes in, yeah. because that was just an unexpected mm -hmm. moment in time amongst a bunch of unexpected things this year. And it was just really nice. Yeah. To, and, and again, to meet Kaz and Craig for the first time, mm -hmm. even though we felt like we knew them really well. We did know them really well. We just had never met them in person. So um, it took COVID and us going to look at a house in North Carolina to finally meet people who we've talked to when we've been all over the world and they've been all over the world. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, your number nine. My number nine is now, I'm totally just going to like mom out over here. Oh, boy. The plants. <laughs> no, no. No, we don't have any fur babies. Moms. I was going to say, are you going to talk about um, animals next? No, no, I get it. No, I'm going to talk about our actual children. And, you know, I'll I won't make sure to cut you off with the music too much about point. this. But last year was the first full year that we had two kids, you know, because Hattie was born in August of 2019. And you know when she was a baby, is it hard for you to remember the year? Because it is for me. Like uh, when I write down their years, you know, if you're booking uh, think, plane tickets or anything, yeah, I'm always like 2017. Right. 20, this doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like you should be writing someone's birthday <laughs> when you're in like the mm -hmm. late 20 teens, right? But no, it doesn't. It's not that hard for me. I think maybe because I do a lot of the like doctor visits and okay, things like yeah. that. But um, anyway. So my, I was going with something here with the kids and let me, you know, from the interruption, get right, back to it. Back. <laughs> I'm just asking a question. No, 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 no. That's fine. Anyway, what I was trying to say is that when Hattie was first a baby, you know, we mostly just try to ignore her, I think, because it was a big transition from being an only child to having a sibling. But since Hadley is now like a little child, she's like a toddler. She's not an infant anymore. They have become best buddies. And I mean, he still has his best buddy, Noah, who's his cousin in his age. But his, he, calls, <laughs> his crew. he calls that his crew. Uh -huh. Him and Noah and his other friend, Henry, yeah. are his crew. And if you try to put anyone else in his crew, he says, no, no, no. That's your crew, daddy. Mommy, yeah. daddy, Jippy, yeah. poppy. That's your crew. <laughs> like, can I be in your crew? No. Only yeah. Noah and Henry. And sometimes He's got Hattie. A so sometimes, sometimes Hattie. <laughs> he obviously has spent the most time with Hadley because especially in a pandemic, we didn't see a whole lot of other people. And it's just been super fun, even in the last four months, really, since Hadley has turned one, that she's developed a little personality and they can interact and play together. And, you know, it's really, it's fun and it's really cute. And we both have siblings. And so it's kind of what I was hoping for, knowing that we would be giving Wit a sibling and Hattie has a brother and just really sweet. So yeah. All right. So Watching the, inter the kids. Interaction between mm -hmm. the kids. 
Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, that wasn't too bad, right? No, that wasn't too bad. Okay. My number eight is we we touched on this during our best drinks episode, and I had completely forgotten about this during the best drinks episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought it up because for me, like pre-COVID, it doesn't seem like this year. So I'm always forgetting that stuff. But this was our cocktail crawl through mm-hmm. Philadelphia yep. with our buddy who came in town, Scott Brills, and he came in for a few days, stayed with us. This was in February, beginning beginning the middle of February. Yep. And w- the reason this was so cool is, A, we got to see Scott. That was great. If you want to know more about Scott, uh, I have a podcast with him called The Most Interesting Man in the World. He's done a lot of cool stuff. But he came in, and this is the best way that I enjoy showing off our city of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And so we went down. It was only one day. I actually had to ask him, like, did we stay over? And we didn't. So we got down there early. Went to an amazing restaurant called Soraya, probably our second favorite restaurant in the mm-hmm. city. We went, got a few cocktails, went to Bluebird. Actually, we got cheesesteaks first. Oh, yeah. We got, that's right. We went and got cheesesteaks. Uh-huh. Actually, then I we just, went and got two cheesesteaks. Yeah. Then we went to a place called Soraya and for like a just coffee and like and a, you know, pastry. Then, yeah. Then we walked around that part of town. We went to, we, we drove to another part of town, walked around, got a cocktail. So mm-hmm. I love it showing someone and exploring the city, walking and rambling through, but then having like a set place to go, okay, well, we're going to this cocktail place Mm -hmm. or this restaurant. So I got to show him all the parts of the city um, while we were doing the, like why we were doing this cocktail tour. And um, and so we went and we did that. We also got dinner at Zahav. So we went to a bunch of cocktail places that we had never actually gone to before. And that was just a really, that's how I like to show off our city. Mm-hmm. So that was a really, really fun time. And we got to go to a few places, including like the place called the Old Bar that we had never been to. Yes. Um, while going to some of our favorites like Sahav, like Soraya um, and places like that. So just a really cool time. And had I known, had we known that that would have been maybe our last real. <laughs> Big hurrah. Hurrah, like through a city, mm-hmm. you know, just bumping around a normal, th- something that we took for granted. Um you know, I, I'm not going to say we would have tied it on even more because we did a lot that day, but it was a nice way to get that in before COVID because we certainly weren't able to do that kind of thing while COVID was happening. Yes. Yeah. That was a really fun day. Yeah. So, so all right. On to your number eight. My number eight is a trip, but a very, you know, small trip, nothing exotic, but the one and only trip we really took in 2020 was the road trip down to the beach house to North Carolina for the first time to actually scope out the area to go look at the house. And it's funny because we actually drove down there on our 10 year anniversary. And when people ask us, you know, not that a lot of people have asked us, but one person this year was like, oh, you know, how long have you guys been married? And I said, 10 years, what'd you do for your anniversary? And I said, actually, we didn't really do anything. And then I thought, well, we drove to North Carolina and then we bought a beach house. So I guess like for our 10 year anniversary, we is that did. It? That's, that's the 10th year anniversary, I, a beach yeah, house. Yeah, a beach house. So um, what is the 10 year anniversary? I don't know. I have uh, no idea. I didn't weird. even look. Some <laughs> aluminum or something. That trip was obviously amazing because we were at the beach for two weeks. You know, it was a little bit odd because we didn't really eat out or do any of the things we normally do on a trip, but we got to spend a lot of fun time with um, our kids and Trav's family came and my sister Julie came. So it was just really fun. And obviously it was really exciting to 
go and look at the house the, for the first time and then, you yep. know, come up with our offer and then the negotiation and like I, all the negotiation this stuff. was not fun. And, well, the negotiation <laughs> was, was fun in hindsight because we got the house, but it was, uh, it was stressful. when we were told, Hey, your offer is nowhere close to the best offer. <laughs> uh, we thought, now we don't have this house. So. Yeah. But anyway. A little bit of charm later. Mm-hmm. A few bottles of wine to the owner of the house. Yeah. True story. Dropped off wine to her in person mm-hmm. and showed her her, her our kids. Uh, we we think like, that helped us yeah, win the I house. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, you do what you got to do. You so, yes. Pull out all the stops. <laughs> that trip down to North Carolina um, was definitely a highlight for me in 2020. Yeah, totally. All right. My number eight. And this is an experience that I know we don't share because you allowed me to go um, by myself, which which was awesome um, and is something that I didn't like, again, had we known that had we known that this would have been a last hurrah or, or had we known that this was going to be one of the two trips mm-hmm. I took, um, you probably would have come with. But last minute, our friends, Karen, Nate, if you guys know Karen, Nate, they're travel vloggers. We've been friends with them for a long time well before they even were traveling. Um, Nate has been on the podcast a few times. Great, 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 great people. And I hadn't, you know, I don't follow vloggers or YouTube or anything. So I didn't know they were doing a hundredth hundredth country party to celebrate them going to their hundredth country. But I saw it. I shot him a message. They're like, yeah, we'll get you a ticket, this and that. And so very last minute, I decided to fly down to Nashville to spend time with them. And I got to stay in, in the firehouse, which go listen to our superlatives one. But I stayed in a, a quote unquote mm-hmm. abandoned firehouse that my <laughs> other friend Tim owns. So I went to this party. It was cool. And what was really neat about the party was a getting to see Karen Nate and, and how successful they are and all the people who love them and that they're inspiring all these people to travel. And that was really cool. But it was this idea that, and this is why we started the podcast, that you can bring people together who don't know each other, but if they share a common bond, amazing experience is going to happen. So I was only there for three days, but I met some really cool people. I had some really cool experiences. You know, I met uh, four people we I'd never met before, and we went out and we were getting trying to find bushwhackers in downtown Nashville and going to all these different bars and honky tonks. And, you know, then the next day we went out and got donuts, and then some other people joined the crew. And so you bring whatever it was, 700 people together, and you saw all these people form groups and meet new friends very quickly. And I think it just shows you the power of when you have a common bond. The, the you know on the surface it's travel but it really is like deeper level of like just wanting human interaction enjoying connecting with people enjoying spending time and money on experiences versus maybe possessions like all that stuff that travel means to people uh get together it's it's pretty pretty neat and so i had an awesome time and it was really good and that's why this is hard again to rank because i didn't know that this would be one Sorry. of the two trips i took but just an overall awesome experience getting to spend time in nashville mm-hmm. although I went in January thinking, oh, it's going to be a bit warmer. I'm oh. leaving Philadelphia. And it was actually snowing. The yes. only day it snowed in Nashville that entire year I was there. <laughs> so I uh, didn't luck out on the weather, but no. had a really, really amazing time. Yeah. That so. sounds like a super fun trip. My, or your number seven. The first two times we went to the beach in New Jersey in 2020 were okay. such a highlight because, of course, we were in lockdown and things had just started opening up. I mean, not even like restaurants or anything, but you're able to leave your house and the beaches you're allowed to walk on. Uh, so we just took the first nice day, which I actually know was May 16th. Uh, and we packed up 
the kids. It was just the four of us. And we drove to New Jersey. It's about an hour and a half drive. And it just felt really amazing to be oh, outside you're talking about the, fir- the okay, very yeah, the first time. First, yep. Yeah. We didn't even spend, spend the night. No, we, no, we just went we down just for the day. Right. Went for the day. It felt like a normal thing to do, which... Yeah, in the year of the pandemic being like, yeah, nothing is normal. Nothing is really that fun um, because you're just so lacking in activities. It was one of the first times we had gotten by out of the house. We won't say out of the house because we've gone out of the house and walked the parking all, but out of our area Mm -hmm. and gone on a little bit of a trip. It's an hour and a half drive to the beach. But I remember taking a picture and putting it up on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it, it was it said sun surf and social distancing yeah. and it was us in our little pod and no one else was on the beach because it was well, nice I mean, there but it were was... a few groups but it was not well, that right. that crowded yeah i mean it was hardly anybody there i mean it was still may 16th it was mm-hmm. still a bit cold but for us it felt like total freedom yes and so also the second time we went i had to put these two together you know because um i had to pare down my list but okay the well second i have time some beach stuff combined we went too, so um to the beach we went with a bigger crew still kind of our circle we our two sisters um my sister julie and your sister gail came with us and then our other uh friend group jesse and katie and their two kids came and that's the first time we'd seen them other than like a drive by when they were like coming by our and house we had done like a zoom <laughs> yeah like a zoom with them and they showed us their new patio like that was the big thing (laughs) in april and may um so yeah they joined us and we all spent the night at the beach for one night and that was just really fun because it's the first time we got to kind of hang out with people i remember we were like are we are we gonna hug are we gonna like let the kids you know play together it was so funky but it was a really beautiful day and we had a nice um night and then even like stayed most of the second day so it was like a, a nice little trip. Completely. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Shout out Dylan R. Bean. I know you're watching on IG Live. <laughs> Says, loves the, love the sound effects. Thank you, Dylan. We're finally <laughs> getting the hang of it. I did miss the badump jing earlier for uh, mm. for Heather's joke. So hopefully she has another one there that I'll make sure mm, I get. We'll see. We, I love the sound effects too. It's taken us a little while to perfect this and to get it all set up. Lots of hours of figuring out, but finally it's there. Um, my number, I'm, I'll give I'll give Dylan and everyone else who loves sound effects a drum roll for mine too. Um, my number seven is going is playing tennis with my buddy Lou, and this is where I get into the, played a lot of tennis. The portion of like very normal life things <laughs> that made me feel normal during a year that was not normal, and so celebrate the little wins. You know you right. have to. And this again. I'm good. I, I know I'm harping on this, but this is why it's hard to rank them because this is like <laughs> playing tennis with Lou versus going to a party in Nashville with 700 people. Well, how do you compare? I mean, I had to though because I'm I'm a stickler for mm-hmm. rank. I'm a rankler, right? Um, <laughs> but so the point is, like, I didn't play. I hadn't played tennis for a long time. I'm going to get into why I started playing in tennis again. But when I came home from that trip, I wanted to play more tennis, and so my buddy Lou, who I used to teach with and now I don't work there anymore. So, you know, we see each other and we usually play basketball every week, but during COVID that was not happening. And so I remember him talking about wanting to get back into playing tennis. And so he said, yeah, I'll go play. And so he got a racket. I got a racket. We started playing and it was really nice because especially during the summer, I would get up every other day, basically. Mm -hmm. um, And we would play at first it started at 9am. Then it was like 830. Then it was eight. Then I was getting up and I'm not a really normally a morning person. We're getting up at like 730am to play so I could get up, play tennis and be home 
not before the kids woke up, but kind of as they were waking up as the morning was getting started. And it was just so nice. Like the days, I would get so excited the night before the days I knew that we were playing tennis. So we'd only play like usually every other day because we're both getting a little older. Our knees might be sore if we tried to go every day. And it was just an awesome, awesome way to get through the pandemic, to play something that was socially distanced, to get outside, to get fresh air, to get exercise. And again, it was usually about every other day, three to four times a week. And I looked forward to those days so, so much. It gave me an awesome like push Mm -hmm. into my day. And I was excited the day before too, because I knew I was going to play. So um, and, and the cool part is when, when someone else feels that way too, because yeah. I was like, oh, is it just me? And I asked Lou, like, I get really jazzed for this, man. <laughs> so like, let's keep playing. He said, yes, I look forward to it all day, um, the day before. So it was, it's those little things mm-hmm. during this year. It meant a lot to you. And, um, yeah. yeah. And we got to, you know, re not that we weren't friends, but even more rekindle a friendship, mm-hmm. um, since we weren't teaching together anymore. Yeah. So that's, that's the awesome. little things. All right. Your number that's right six number six so i mentioned in some of the other podcasts your review podcasts about my fire pit and yes it being like my favorite she's mentioned both (laughs) her fire pits the The, regular smoky fire pit mm -hmm. and the gas yes the gas fire pit pit that trav bought me for my birthday so is that is that no the experience is that at the beach house our deck is right off of our living room and the the living area of the beach house is very open so you can see everything and then the fire pits right on that deck so a lot of nights in november and december because i didn't get the fire pit until november uh it would be sunset really early like at 4 45 and the kids would be either outside with me on the deck or going in and out you know through this the sliding door maybe we would be watching a show or hattie would be playing with until toys until our and, screen door got broken well yeah but um i would just like kind of leave the door open so they could come in and out but it gave me the opportunity at the end of my day well not, not the end of my day like at 4.45. The end of your work day. <laughs> the end of my work the day. The real work had just begun putting the kids to bed um, and getting them dinner. But but sitting there with a glass of wine or a glass of water, uh, what have me. you. Who, who drank what? Let's play that game. Yeah. If you guys are out there, who drank what? Water, wine. Take your, take your pick. But finding that place in your small little world that makes you the happiest. And that was my happy place. I mean, watching the sun set and having the fire pit on like a cooler night and just sitting down and relaxing. And it was just nice because even the kids were there every time I did it. I mean, maybe once or twice they might've been waking up from a nap. So I maybe had a few minutes to myself, but usually they were there too. And it was just such a nice, it is such a nice experience, the whole setup that we have there. And so, yeah, there were a lot of nights where I was just like, this is pretty fantastic. You know, we might not have gone to Bali or Majorca or anywhere outside the U.S., but we found an oasis and, you know, we made the most of it. Would you say that that fire pit is fire? Yeah. You know, like everyone <laughs> yeah, puts the emoji yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, no one says it, but yeah, yeah, I just... Yeah. yeah. Okay, I had to hit the badum. It's my stand, is that? No, you stand the fire oh, pit. Oh, I stand the fire pit. Your fire pit stand. I still don't know if that's really a thing, but... Um, I would say when people have asked me what, like, what's the best part about being at the beach, about living at the beach, the the best answer I can give, because it, this encapsulates everything, but the best answer I can give is that mm-hmm. our default lifestyle is outside instead of inside. Yeah. So 
you know, where we live here in Philadelphia, even though we're not dead in the center of the city, you know, there's a lot of other people around and our default lifestyle is just in the house and we have to make an effort. Oh, we should go on a walk. We should go to the park. And we get out and we do a lot of stuff with the kids, but our default lifestyle is inside and we have to think about going outside. Mm -hmm. At the beach house, our default lifestyle is outside. And here's what's crazy about it. Even when we're not outside on the sand or in the water or anything like that, or even on the deck that's mm -hmm. outside, because it's set up in a way where the whole front of the house is a wall of windows and there's two decks off the front that we can like leave the windows open, leave mm -hmm. the doors open. Even when you're sitting in the living room or you're in the kitchen, which is in the front of the house, it feels like you are outside. Like yeah. you're just, you're looking out and you see the ocean and you see the sunset and you see, well, sunrise more, sunsets yeah. to the other side. But um, you just feel like you are outside and mm -hmm. like you are a part of nature, even if you're sitting indoors. And to me, that's the best part of it because I had never, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm an outdoors person. And mm -hmm. I, I felt like I wanted to be an outdoors yeah, but person, we, but felt like a fake hikers. outdoors yeah. person because I wasn't a hiker. Everybody's but, like, oh, we loved hiking. And we're like, I mean, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> right. So I felt like a fake outdoors person. Yeah. What I realized is I just hadn't found what my outdoors yeah. was. Walking were, was by the ocean or was. swimming or surfing right. or like these activities that we enjoy right. more. And so now I'm an outdoor person and I know that my outdoor is at the beach. <laughs> and uh, and so we spend a lot of time outdoors and that's just awesome. So yeah, the fire pit is worth every single cent that we've spent on it. Um, my number, what do we add? My number six, I had to put this above tennis with blue. Mm. It's very similar because I knew my mom was much more likely to listen to this podcast than Lou. <laughs> so here you go, so mom. That's why you did it. Okay. My number. Oh, can I guess? Yeah. Is it walks with your mom? My number six is walks with my mom. So this is so cute, especially since we've been home this Christmas time. And then when we were home for in Heather's October. birthday at the end of October and mm -hmm. the beginning of November, my my mom is retired now. She's still super fit. Mom, shout She's out to amazing. you. She pay, plays on the over 60, I think, U.S. women's national field hockey team. And uh, they will win a gold medal whenever they resume play. Um, <laughs> so, yes, she still plays sports. She's still always out there and she goes out on these walks. And so it was really cool when I came back in October because I still had to do 45 minutes of exercise at least twice a day. And so most days, one of my exercises would be my mom and I going out on a walk. A lot of times it would be her and I listening together <laughs> to my brother's podcast, Yodette's Rank. Um, go check it out if you love pop culture and ranking things. Uh, Yodette's Rank, you can find it anywhere that you're finding this podcast, um, except on IGTV. Can't find that there. Um, and so we would just go and we talk and sometimes we listen to this podcast and we just had really, really good times. And, you know, it's just a, it's just nice. It's just really nice. And I don't think if COVID hadn't, if, if we weren't in this time with COVID that we would be doing that because we'd be pushed in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. Friends would want to hang out. We'd want to go to this brewery. We want to go out to eat, but because we can't and because we're not it's just like, yep, those daily walks took on that same thing as playing tennis with Lou. Mm -hmm. Like that was the thing I looked forward to and still do. So, um, yeah, it's just been a really cool yeah. experience. That's awesome. Celebrating the little things. Yes. All right. Definitely. Your number five. My number five is a combo because, again, had to pare down my list. So I will just encapsulate it by saying the beautification of our backyard okay. at 
at our permanent home. And, you know, before people think that we're just like massive ballers, I just want to say that our permanent Does home. Does anyone think that? I don't know. I mean, we t- we've been talking a lot about the beach house and how amazing it is. And it is amazing. Our actual house is is smaller in square footage than the beach house. Yes. And, you know, it has a very small backyard. 1,500 square feet, which yeah. is not big nor small. I just rel- yeah. to, relative to whatever so, you have, you know, you know, and it's an old house, which we love, but we did a lot of work to make it beautiful, including many years spent making the backyard beautiful. And last year I had been begging for a privacy fence from Trav for years and years and years. <laughs> I gave away this years story and years. is getting told on the podcast. And one side of our backyard, because it's like a narrow, like we live in like a row home and so it's a narrow space, has a privacy fence. And the other side had a um, chain, link, chain fence. link fence. And I was like, Trav, like this, a three foot this high does chain link not fence. look good. Also, it doesn't provide any privacy, like all these things I, I've been begging. So long story short, for Mother's Day, he's like, well, I'm not going to pay like Lowe's or Home Depot to come because it's thousands of dollars for 60 feet of fence, which is outrageous. It's like, I will... Have our friend who's is, like a handyman. Is it outrageous in hindsight now that I've done it? Well, I don't know. Mm, that's that's debatable. debatable. But you had fun doing it. You I had did. your friend come over and help you, who's very handy, and you 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 built the fence for me, which was amazing, and made our backyard really beautiful. So that would have been one of its own. But I had to tack it on to this other night that was May fourth. Wow. I have a picture. May for, I yes. don't know. I have okay. a few pictures on my phone. So, you know, we'd done the privacy fence. I'd done the gravel patio with the smoky fire pit and just made our backyard our little oasis. And it was one of the first nights that was pretty warm. We set the table, the outdoor table up. You know, I had a plant on there. I had like some placements, you know, I just made it this really special dinner. And my mom and my sister, Emily, and of course my sister, Julie, all came over for dinner. And for the first part of quarantine, we were not seeing my sister and my mom because my mom was at risk. And we were like, what if we inadvertently have COVID? So it was like two months of not seeing them. And then finally we decided, well, we've all been staying home. I think it's pretty safe. Come over, let's have dinner. My sister, Emily made this amazing dinner. It was Didn't grilled. make your best meals. I know, but it, I think it's because I forgot about it because I looked up through my pictures and I saw this picture of this beautifully set table with the golden light coming on at like 6.30 at night. Man, and you're going to have to put that picture up on Instagram I know. so people know what and, you're talking um, about. She made this grilled tilapia and a mango salsa and arugula salad and just was so delicious maybe because I didn't have to make it, but also my sister's a great cook. So it was just like this perfect night sitting in our backyard that's now so beautiful like exactly how I had always wanted it to look celebrating with family that we haven't been able to see because of this pandemic and it just brought me so much joy and when I looked back I was like yeah that was a great night epilogue to that about a week later we had a huge storm gosh that's true and a tree fell right through our backyard completely demolished our shed and ripped through the fence yeah so that had to get repaired but for one week (laughs) that's right our backyard was perfect until that storm yes yeah anyway but yeah well you you had to to bring it down after my no i just thought that was funny i mean it was very ironic that you had waited years and years and years to get all this we have it we have that night apparently may 4th as your pictures tell you and then uh, one week later yeah, the storm came through been, yeah, and ripped apart our backyard now it's yeah. all fixed now and Thanks you know homeowners insurance insurance, money, but yes. i mean it was a yeah mess it for was months, pretty so. yeah that was a bit of a bummer but anyway yep 
my number five. And this was a trip I got to take one of the two. So I told, if you remember, if you've been mm-hmm. following along and you're, you're one of our, the, our EPOP podcast, like gung-ho listeners, you know that I took two flights this year. One was to Nashville. I already talked about that, Carrie Nate's party. Mm-hmm. The second was to California to visit my buddy Brian in LA. And we didn't do anything crazy in LA. Um, but I don't, care about doing crazy stuff a lot again this comes back to this theme of just a really nice day and 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 something that was normal that in hindsight now knowing that covid has happened we wouldn't even be able to do mm-hmm. and that was um i i just love driving around cities i love going through neighborhoods and i love mm-hmm. being on college campuses so my buddy brian knows that he loves we're very similar he's like let's go to UCLA's campus and just walk around and do work from there and brainstorm and talk about business and this and that. And I was like, that sounds perfect. I've never been to that part of town. So we drive out, you know, we go through this part of town that I'd never been. He's showing me all the highlights, you know, we're driving through, uh, on the way there, we're driving through some cool neighborhoods and, uh, yeah, then we go to UCLA, we walk around the campus. We, there's like a protest going on, of course it's UCLA. And there's, so we're like watching that. We go into the library, we do some work from there. We eat at the cafeteria. We just hung out. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, again, I love college campuses. I, UCLA obviously is a huge, massive university. You know, I grew up watching college sports. So like we went to see some of that stuff. And then after that, we drove down, um, down to like, uh, South of LA and went through some of those towns there. And we came back and we played tennis that evening under the lights yeah. and went in the hot tub that night. And it was like, cool. What a sweet date. Oh, that sounds hey, fantastic. Okay. Woo! Okay. Now <laughs> it was, it was just like, Brian is saying, like, I didn't need to do anything like insane. Mm-hmm. It was just like, that's a, a fun day. day for mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. And it's you know, true. I mean, that I, I, I was joking about the date, but like, yeah, I guess well, if you it, said it, I mean, to Trav, what would you do? on your dream date like if we were on one of those shows i guess that I, would kind of encapsulate yeah, I mean, it all yeah got there to play go. a sport got to be outside <laughs> got to go around a college campus got to see new neighborhoods it was cool that's awesome yeah my your mm-hmm. number four maybe it's a date well i guess you could call it a date with your sister okay and my sister and your mom and hattie so it was a girl day date oh. Girls night. And we just call that girls yeah, night around here. This is not something I would have thought would have made my list because, well, I'll tell you what it is. It's wedding dress shopping with my sister-in-law, Gail. Interesting. Now it probably, her wedding might have made the list of, you know, top experiences in 2020. <laughs> the wedding we, that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, or, well it, it, it did, did happen did, eventually, eventually yes. in November, but she had to cancel like many other people out there had to cancel her wedding. It was meant to be in Panama. In April. Couldn't go to Panama and she didn't get to go to Panama until uh, November, which is where her fiance, her now husband lives. And so we did not get to attend her wedding. I mean, we watched it on Facebook Live. It wasn't quite the same. So what was special? It was to, cute, though, to was, watch on Facebook Live. Because our kids yeah. were like, what's happening? Oh, that's yeah. Angie. <laughs> oh, and, and we're like, she's getting married and like waving to her. And we're like, yeah. no, this isn't FaceTime. Yeah. She like, can't she, see She's you, not really but... paying attention to you. Like she's getting married. But... Right. She's literally saying yeah. her vows. But that's right. <laughs> and waving. we were so happy for her. And so when I was, again, looking through my pictures, I had all these pictures of us going wedding dress shopping. And that was something super special that I did with her. And she doesn't have another sister. So 
She just has five dollars. <laughs> Bless her soul. And, you know, uh, my sister Julie used to work in a bridal shop. So she's very experienced with, um, you know, shopping and what you should look for in a dress. And Gail and Julie are roommates. So it was like this whole fun girls day. And we went to two different places and where she ended up finding a dress was this little boutique in Philadelphia that actually Trav's uncle owns. And so we had the whole place to ourselves for like a private appointment, which He's, my uncle yeah. crashed the girls night. That, yeah, that's apropos for him. That's um, ap- that's how he operates. But it was just really special. And it was so special that when she found the dress, I cried and <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was just so meaningful Not for surprised. me. When I got, got my own dress, I didn't even cry, you know, but then you add, you know, 10 years and a couple kids and you, you know, whatever you, the waterworks little, come a little now. more weepy, a yeah. little more weepy. Yeah, um, sure. But her dress is absolutely freaking fantastic and stunning. And she hasn't worn it yet. Cause she's waiting until like they can celebrate the big day with people. I've never seen a more beautiful dress and I've never seen her look more radiant. So to me, that was just like a super awesome experience. My number four. Yeah. And you are someone, both you and I are this way, but we have different skill sets. We are people who love, helping out other people when it's something we know about and they mm-hmm. and they don't like that's one of our i would say strengths but also one of the things that gives us the most pleasure in mm-hmm. life you know i that's why i started extra pack of peanuts way back when i could have just said oh i'm gonna learn how to use frequent fire miles and i'm just gonna right. do it and we're gonna travel yeah. but to me most of the fun is helping other people do it and when my friends and family got sick of listening to me i was like well maybe i can help people out there in the world through this thing called a blog and then a podcast right and so both you and i really 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 enjoy that and for you one of your major skill sets and something you've helped my mom and my sister with because neither of them would classify themselves as like girly or anything and fashionista yeah i don't mean that derogatory in a derogatory way they just wouldn't say they're that way but you've helped them decorate their spaces. You've helped them change their wardrobes and things like that. So it was really cool when you got to go because I know my sister was super nervous about finding a dress, but she knows if she can have a professional or an expert go with her, like that's awesome. And then you get to feel that too. Like, oh my gosh, we found one that she feels really comfortable yeah. in. Um, so I think that's where you and I align a lot mm-hmm. in in our values is like helping others who might be nervous or scared or, or you know, might not do something because they don't know how to do it. We say, let us step in and let us help you out, whether yeah. it be helping you start a location independent business, helping you travel, helping you find a wedding dress, helping you decorate your house. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm very appreciative. And I know my sister is infinitely more appreciative than me. That would probably be one of her top experiences as well. Yeah. It so. was pretty incredible. And you got to take the whole girl, the whole crew out. Yeah. Even Hattie. Yeah. Even so Hattie. Cute. Even Hattie. <laughs> my number four, and this might be on your list, so maybe we can double up here, is... Porch sitting after long beach days with our friends, Jesse and Katie. Mm. Is this on your list? Well, it was on like that beach trip that I had to put okay. in like together and I didn't really get to be specific because I had too many beach trips. Okay, on my so let, let me just set the scene <laughs> and is the first overnight trip we took since COVID happened was mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. We went to Ocean City, New Jersey, and we went that that, like you said, went to the beach. Yep. With my sister, your sister, our kids, you and I, and our, we talked to our friends, Jesse and Katie, into going down with their kids, and they were only going to stay the day. Mm-hmm. And we said- And Julie and Gail were only going to stay the Julie day. And Julie and Gail were going to stay only stay the day. And we're like, 
all right, guys, we're getting this hotel. Like, this yeah. is the first time this hotel is open. It's we're, safe. It's safe. It's right on the beach. It's, it's cheap, right there. Like, convenient. we're at the beach, and we can point to it, and mm -hmm. it's right there. So we're just going to spend the night. It's like 130 bucks or something. And all of them were like, well, we're probably going to go home, probably going to go home, this and that. And then, you know, it gets to like 4 p.m., 5 p.m., by the way, like 6 p.m., like, maybe we should check to see if, <laughs> if they have a room. Of course, they did. No one's staying anywhere because it, it's still COVID. And so they didn't. So instead of just Heather and I and the kids spending the night, everyone you know decide to spend yeah. the night so and i think in a usual year on memorial day weekend nothing would have been available no, to book no, you know you even, wouldn't be able to book no something way. not even this motel that we stayed at last minute right. it just wouldn't have been available so that was really fun too that you could actually just spur the moment moment say spur the moment having the night and so because they spent the night that meant that night now granted jesse and katie's hair conditioner didn't work in their room that was a funny story <laughs> in of itself they're like this nice guy at the motel is like this is our first day they're open, poor guy. Yeah. Anyway, they yeah, regardless, because that happened, we spent the night, we 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 got dinner. The next day we spent all this time on the beach. We mm -hmm. didn't go home until like 7 p.m. So we got a whole extra beach day out of it. Yep. And then the next weekend, mm -hmm. they were like, Well, we're gonna go do this in Cape May because our friends have a hotel in Cape May and they just opened. Do you want to do this again? And we thought, Well, Heck why yes. not? And so we did Sign the whole Saturday, Sunday, one, you know, the little hack. Book one night, Saturday night, go Saturday. Maximize both days. Yep. Only spend Saturday night, spend all day Sunday and drive home. So we did that the next weekend in Cape May. Mm -hmm. and At a much nicer hotel. <laughs> much nicer hotel. With a big front porch that we have rockers. Oh. And, you know, we put the kids to bed and put up all the videos so we could see them. So everyone just, has their phones yep. up. Right? But then we're sitting out on the front porch with like the, not the only people staying, but some of the only people just having a beer or two, chatting way into the night, like mm -hmm. 1 a.m. to, I think it was actually 1.30 a.m. because we had, remember back at college at 1.30 a.m. We'd be like, oh, it's not that late. <laughs> yeah. We were all so tired, but Definitely. we just were so happy that we were having what is a regular, what would normally be normal. Yes. But during COVID was one of the first times we got to be out with people and have conversation. Um, it was awesome. So two weekends in a row that we'll never forget. Just those first two weekends of the summer, basically. Mm -hmm. Just really, really, really neat. So Yeah. And yeah. that was awesome. And then we ended up with the beach house uh, the next like pretty soon after. Yeah, because, because that of, was the weekend that you found the beach house online and yes. you were like showing pictures to them. And I was like, no way are we buying a beach right. house in North Carolina. It's too far away, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, you worked your magic. It was a beach theme. This mm -hmm. year was a beach, beach theme. theme. All right, number three, we getting, in, we getting down to the nitty gritty the here. Nitty gritty. So my number three, if you followed us on social media, you might be aware that during quarantine, my sister Julie and I, as we affectionately call Juju, we launched a small business, which is a decor, styling, DIY, Instagram, buy all of my sister's amazing, amazing products business. And, you know, it was really fun. We talked about doing something like this for years because my sister Julie is very talented at creating beautiful things. And I guess I'm a little bit talented at, you know, styling spaces and finding the right plants, <laughs> finding the right plants. So we decided to just go for it. And during quarantine, she was unable to work for those first couple months of lockdown, like six weeks or Whatever More, was, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, couple couple months, and um, so we said, let's just take this time to like do this thing that we've always talked about doing. So we came up with the plan, the strategy. A couple days later, you know, like we're shooting launch videos and like making a website and all this stuff, and it was just really fun. And you know, then once the year carried on and she went back to work, you know, we still kind of 
did it, but it was losing a little bit of momentum just because we were focused on other things. But then at the end of the year, kind of picked back up again. Well, and she really ended up picked back selling up. lots of her products. It really picked back up when we got to Beach House yeah. and she was helping us oh. basically furnish it. Yeah. She's making us all these wall hangings and then beautiful people are, pieces. are coming to our house and like, where'd you get this? We said, oh, uh, Heather's sister made it. Well, how do yeah. I get one? We're yeah. Like, uh, well, they, you know, they just started this business, <laughs> you know, and, and then people started ordering stuff. Yeah. And so, and then we started putting it out. And then of course, for the holiday season, you guys were doing a lot of Instagram stuff and people mm -hmm. started buying. So yeah. yeah, that really gave it a huge boost was people just like that, our house as a showcase <laughs> for her awesome yes. stuff. Yeah. So that was just a big win for me of 2020 and the experience of launching it and doing it with my sister was incredible and I can only hope that it gets better in the next year. Well, thank you. Wow. Launching a new business. Wow. We can give we can give clapping for that. Thank you. Especially when it lives in your zone of genius. Sure. I'm not going to go too much <laughs> on my entrepreneurial stuff, but that is in your zone of genius. Mm -hmm. Both of your zones of genius for sure when it comes to decor and decorating and styling spaces. My number three, uh, these are like three separate things that lead to one. Let's, let's say that. Okay. The one thing they lead to is just this idea of surfing and having surfing experiences. Mm -hmm. And the three distinct ones are, first is the first day that I went out surfing. So my buddy, Sean was like, Hey man, let's get you out in the waves. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's cool. Let's do it. I, I'm excited. I want to start surfing. You know, I was feeling good. I had been working out. I was feeling like fairly fit yeah. and ready to tackle a new thing. So he goes, okay, I'm going to go out Saturday. Um, you know, this or that. And so we're texting and he's like, I've got a board for you. So I'm like, cool. Why don't you come up to my house? And he goes, I had already told him I would go out and what time I would go out. And so I said, okay, you're just going to come up here. He goes, no, no, me and the whole crew are going out down at, <laughs> at the sand dollar beach access or something. I was like, the whole crew? He's like, yeah, 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 the whole crew, man. There's like 10 of us. I said, I, I like, I didn't want to go because yeah. I was scared. I had nervous. never done it before. And yeah. I thought, oh, I thought it was going to be like Sean and me out in the water and him teaching me how to surf and that's it. And now there's going to be a whole crew of people I'd never met. So I had that I panic of like, all right, I'm just going to bail. Like my family's in town. I can just come up with an excuse. He won't care. No big deal. And, and I'll tell him later that I just want to do it. Just him and I, and, and I'll get to a, a situation that's, that's more appropriate. And, um, <laughs> I, you know, for some reason, like my mom, actually not for some reason, my mom was here and she's like, yeah, you're going to go surf. I'm like, well, it's a whole crew. She's like, just go, yeah, don't be whatever. a baby. And I was like, all right. So I remember even walking down the beach cause it was a bit of a walk to meet them. I was very nervous. Like I kept thinking, should I turn back? Should I turn back? And this is anything, right? Fear creeps up when we don't know how to do something. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. And I went out and everyone was super nice. And it was even more fun with a crew because there was multiple people telling me what to do and like cheer me on. And I got to watch them. And so it was, it was awesome. I came back after like three hours of being out in the water with them. And I just remember holding my head high and being like, you did it. Like you, yeah. you faced the fear and you went out and you did it the first time and you liked it and you really enjoyed it. And now you're going to keep going out. And usually that is, it's like the first time you have to do something. Once you push past that, the rest becomes not easy, but you get that confidence. Well, it's not like I was an amazing surfer after one time. So the next one was when I finally caught my caught air yeah. quotes, my first wave. Now I was just playing around in the white water. I didn't catch it the way, you know, I didn't paddle into it, catch it, but the white water was hitting and there was like real surfers out when the waves were breaking. <laughs> and then after they broke and they rode them in, there was still some powerful white water. So I'd paddle in and hop up then. And then I would ride those. And I remember like, at first I felt silly. I'm like, yeah, they're catching the way you shouldn't. Here I am just playing right. in the shallow end essentially. 
Um, but listen, a win's a win, hun. But I didn't care yeah. because I was getting up and I was catching like actually riding waves for the first time. I remember yeah. coming out after that day being like, dude, you stood up on a board. Like you couldn't do that before. Mm -hmm. And after today you could. And then the third was I went out one time and, you know, I didn't think the waves were much and I almost went in. I'm like, these are crappy. And then no one else was out and I don't know how to read waves that well. So I'm like, oh, if no Not one else yet. is out, it might, it might suck, you know, but it didn't. It was actually perfect for me. There were smaller waves and I was for the first time paddling and catching them before they broke and getting up and riding. Granted, they were really small, but riding waves the correct way. And I remember the first one I caught, I like got up and I was like, <laughs> whoa, I didn't. Oh my gosh, I'm actually on it and it hasn't broke. And now I'm riding this wave. And then I like stayed on it to a point where I then decided to jump off the board versus like falling off. I was like, oh, I rode it to its end and I jumped off yeah. and I jumped out of the water. And I just remember yelling like, like just shouting at the top of my lungs, like pumping my fist. Like it would have been a cheesy scene in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but to know you, it was anyone like, in the you house. Know, we're just at that, number three here now. So this is a big moment. It was just pure unadulterated joy mm. of like, oh my gosh, I didn't expect to do that today. I thought I was just going to like mess around. And here I caught this wave mm -hmm. and you know, maybe people in the house saw it. Maybe no one saw it. I didn't care. Um, And then for like an hour after that, I just kept once I got that feeling, I was like, I know what that feels like. I just kept riding these small waves over and over. And after that, I was like, I have caught a wave for real now. So yeah. those that's were great awesome. experiences. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. There you go. I feel like excited about that. Yeah. For I you. can't wait yeah. to get you. Uh, this is why I want you to come out surfing so bad because mm -hmm. A, I know you'll be better because you have much better balance than me. And mm. B, it's just such a, when you do something like that for the first time that you probably never really expected to do or don't mm -hmm. have any training in, it's not like I hopped on a bike because like, oh, I used to do this when I was a kid. Right. You just feel like you've accomplished something that you set your mind to that you is a brand new skill. And it shows you that no matter what age you are, whether it's surfing or something else, you could say, I'm going to acquire a new yeah. skill and you can, and you get better and better and better and better each time you go yeah. out, which is You're fun. not usually great at something the first time. No, you never. Which used to make you, you know feel defeated and just then not do it. So you've really come a long way since college, I guess. Yeah. And I think that certain things like surfing do that. Like yeah. you just know you're not going to yeah. be good, right? Like there's some things you might expect yourself to be like, you just kind of know, I, 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 everyone says this is hard and then you get, all you have to do is go out the first time mm -hmm. and try to do it and be like, yeah. Oh, leave. <laughs> this is hard. Like uh, it, it yeah. humbles you very quick. Sure. Number two. And I will say for my number two, I said this list was hard to rank. My top two were definitely my top two. No, they definitely were. Okay. Yeah, like these were my top two for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you feel the same way. I, not necessarily, no. I mean, mine were just like 10 to one. Okay. Yeah. So my All number right. two, <laughs> my number two is decorating the beach house. Okay. So I, I feel like you and I are not the type of people who like to be idle. You know, we have to have yeah. a project, whether yes. it's planning a trip, going somewhere, doing something, buying real estate. Uh, we have to do something. Yes. So, you know, when the beach house came along, it was July. We decided to look at it. As soon as we went to see the house, I walked in there and I was like, <laughs> we need to buy this house. I mean, he didn't even really have to convince me because there were some things like, you know, we were looking at the pictures that was like, well, I want to change the, if we get the house, we're changing this. If we get the house, you know, I like to play my cards right sure. and have some 
bargaining power, negotiating you like to, power. Yes, you like to be like, well, if we get this house, yeah. like I'm going to be able to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to get right. this, right? Because like, usually it's Trav who's like the the train that's like making this go well, forward. And if you guys you are know? in relationships, you know how it works. I'm not saying <laughs> that it's always tit for tat, but yeah. you know, you kind of say like, all right, this person wants it more. So like- right. What can I get out of this? Yeah. Even if it's yeah. in a very good natured yes, way. Yes, exactly. You know, it's not like a deceitful thing. But anyway, so, but then as soon as I walked into the house, I kind of knew that I didn't really have much of that sway because I also wanted the house really badly. And then I, I just, I was like, the wheels are turning and I like went on Pinterest and I started a private Pinterest board, you know, because I didn't want to get ahead of myself or people to be like, oh, why do you have a new Pinterest board that's labeled beach house and like whatever. But I just got so excited. I was like, well, if we don't buy this beach house, we need to buy a beach house because now I want to style. Yeah, you might have been more into it. Probably not more into me, but equally. Yeah. You you, you were in. Yeah. Like I remember you saying, even when you're talking about negotiating Mm -hmm. and how high can we go Mm -hmm. and this and that, and you're just saying, we we need to get it. I'm like, no, we have to set a, a top number. You're like, no, we need to get this house. I'm like, well, <laughs> well listen, there, not that you were saying we could do anything, but no, you were just like, we're, no. we need to get this. Like, yes. we need to get it. Right. And I agreed with you. Um, and so that's why when we our negotiations kind of fell on deaf ears and they're basically yeah. like, give us asking or, or we're out. Right. Uh, we both we were, were like, like oh, all right. Okay, <laughs> done. Done. Like, we tried to negotiate. We tried to play hardball. Didn't work. Yeah. This is a good deal. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, it was a good deal at asking price, which is why we were even considering it. And we just kind of got it in our heads. Maybe we could get an even better well, of deal. Of course, get in your head that sure. you can steal uh, something. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, but know. the price we got it for was a steal anyway. And so just the whole process of decorating it. And, you know, the house itself was was is nice. The previous owner had done some renovations, not exactly the way that we would do it if we chose, but it was still nice enough. And so we did some cosmetic things and then just literally styling every room has been so much fun and there's still like a little bit more to do, but for the most part, you know, it's ready. It's being rented right now on Airbnb. So it was, it took up the last five months of my year. Oh yeah. But it was so much I mean, it was fun. a canvas that allowed you to create yeah. and sometimes to my chagrin when, it, <laughs> when I started looking at the credit card statement. But uh, yeah, it was a full house to mm-hmm. not renovate, but to de- decorate. Right. And And I will say in my defense, I'm a pretty thrifty shopper and we did buy quite a few things secondhand. I mean, not everything, obviously, but like some nice pieces that make it feel a little extra special. And the area like North Carolina, I was unaware, has so many good furniture and like used shops. So I went to quite a few of them and found some really good pieces. You've got to pick one. Pick one. What What is your favorite piece in the house? My favorite piece that I DIY or just like my favorite your favorite piece or the or the best deal that you thought we got like the thing you're most excited that we got the swings that we got were the best deal because I had wanted these Serena and Lily like hanging rattan swings and they were $500 and we were like I don't know if we can put that in the budget maybe we'll just get only one and then I found them at the store that was going out of business for like a hundred and thirty bucks or something so we got to get two I mean that was the best deal okay best deal and they just look super cool. A steal of a deal. A steal of a deal. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was super fun. It, it wasn't always fun every minute of the day, sure. but it was fun overall for me as well. Watch it transform and be able to play a little part of it. You know, I found this really cool piece that I liked mm-hmm. uh, when I was at a, a thrift store for like 130 bucks, this old wicker 
like awesome, super heavy dresser. <laughs> dresser yeah. Super heavy. Solid. Like that thing hurt my back big time getting out the stairs. But um and then another thing that mm-hmm. we turned into our TV stand. So yeah. it was it was a pretty fun. fun experience. And honestly, the cool part about it was that because we are able to be location independent and and have location freedom and time freedom, we were able to do it during the day. Like it was neat for me because I would work, Mm -hmm. you know, on the computer, nerd boying out, you know, (laughs) on the computer doing all the stuff for like a couple hours and then say, all right, I got to get out in the real world. So like then we go to thrift stores and we try to find stuff. So it was nice to to have that other goal that was outside of the digital world a bit. I always have enjoyed that. And that's one reason I, I like real estate too. Yeah. All right, my number two. And when I say these are my number two, what yeah. I mean is like, I I just knew when I wrote my list that these were the two sure. that were going to stick out the most okay. to me. So my number two was a 1030 p.m. walk that I took with our little girl, Hattie, um, on the beach, deserted beach. So this was in the middle of me doing this program called 75 Hard, which if you haven't heard on the on the show before, it's just a program that's a, a mental toughness program, but also helps with your physical fitness. And it's 75 days and you have to work out two times a day for 45 minutes each, and it can't be consecutive. And then there's other things you have to do too. So it was 10.30 at night. I had not done my second workout, and I was just going to do it inside. I was going to do push-ups, sit-ups, things like this. And our little girl was just screaming and wouldn't go to sleep. She would not go to sleep. And we were both frustrated. We were frustrated with each other. We were frustrated with her. You know, I'm like, I still got to work out. This sucks. And I thought, you know, so I was just in a bad mood. right? And I'm like whatever. I'm just throwing her in this baby wrap and I'm going to take her on a walk. That's going to be my workout. And you know, the moment I put her in and I went outside and I hit the beach and started walking, like it was a complete 180 in my mindset of like, oh, you felt so bad for yourself that Mm -hmm. you had to do this workout. And instead it's like, no, you get to do this. Like you're healthy enough that you can go walk on the beach. You live at the beach. You have a beautiful daughter. Like I also assume she stopped screaming Right. Well, Somewhere well, quickly thereafter. I mean, I put her in and she fell yeah. asleep maybe in like the first five or 10 minutes. Yeah. But even before she fell asleep, it was just this, think how lucky you are. You know, we mm-hmm. all get in that mode where we feel bad for ourselves. Or we're pissed off that, that our plan isn't going or our night's not going how we mm-hmm. want. And especially with kids, it's always going to Yeah, you're acting like a selfish baby. Yeah, you're acting like a yeah. brat. And so I threw in, we went walking, she fell asleep pretty quickly. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. And we just walked that beach. It was way longer than 45 minutes because she was sleeping. She was so comfy. There was not a soul on the beach because I think it was, you know, mid-September. It was mm-hmm. a weekday. I don't remember what day. And I'm just walking up, feet in the water, <laughs> no one around, pitch black except for except for like the night sky. And I'm just walking up and down the beach with her. And I'm just like, this is... Like, this is all I want, like a happy, healthy family and being at the beach and getting to be outside. And so just it was cool to me in a moment I will always remember because it just helped me flip my mindset. It was almost instant. Like as soon as my feet hit the sand, I just it was like, oh, my gosh, now I'm happy. And um, as Wit says, I ain't not grumpy anymore. I'm, I'm not, happy. I'm not grumpy. I happy boy. <laughs> and that was it. I was happy boy. So yeah, it was just a really special moment. And one of the cool things, and I just texted my buddy Sean, who could possibly be having a kid right now. The due date is today. Mm. Um, and I just telling him it's his first kid. I'm like, you know, he was worried about the yeah. fact that when you have a kid, you you can't be as selfish and you can't do like all the travel stuff you want to do. They're big travelers, mm-hmm. and he has all these goals and and entrepreneur and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I said to him, like, especially with the first one, you can get to, you can still do almost everything that you want to do. And it's going to be so much different. And we had this experience with Wit in Budapest when 
I was out walking with him at like 10.30 in the morning that time and he was <laughs> jet lagged and passed out and you were jet lagged and you were sleeping and I'm just pushing him and he's passed out in the stroller around Budapest and I'm getting to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Go out and explore a town and he's not going to remember it. A, he's asleep, but B, he's like a year old so he'll never have this memory but I will have the memory yeah. of doing it with him. And it's different because of that experience. Yeah, like yeah. you're. it's different me walking on a beach by myself which I do all the time and me having her and my memory will always be of her and I, or when we're in Budapest, him and I, even if they don't remember, that doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Because they're, I'm making a memory that they're involved in. And so that was my number yeah. two. Yeah, it is really like a shift, um, you know, like a paradigm shift. You think you're going to show them the world, but they actually are showing you the world in a completely different way than you've ever seen it. And my friend Melanie, actually, um, which is one of my favorite people that I met in person last year, um, had that up like she always puts up great little quotes on instagram i saw that this morning and i was like yes that is exactly it i need a sound effect for like a profound thing (laughs) like like a ah yeah totally i mean you're just it's just different and you know we don't need to gush too much about being parents on here because not everybody out there listening is a parent but but if you are you know we're saying but it's awesome and yeah and if you're not and you're worried about that because listen especially i will say in this vulnerably as a father and as a Mm. dad when you're not carrying the child and and you kind of feel disconnected, like, yeah. oh my, I know my life's gonna change, but until it does, you're you're kind of like, well, my life hasn't changed, my body hasn't changed. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I put on uh, sympathy weight, but hey, that was my own choice. And it's a little hard. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, not as hard as it is for you guys to have to carry mm-hmm. a child, but you, you, there is a disconnect. I've heard other dads-to-be say that of like, well, I'm a little worried because I don't feel that different. I don't feel that love yet. Mm-hmm. And even when the baby comes, it's not relying on you. And you, so you're like, well, I'm kind of just third wheel and I'm not used to being that. There is a lot of uh, feelings going mm-hmm. on. And I would just tell people out there, if they're listening, like it, you know, give it time. And when you do have a kid, like you are going to yeah. have these special moments that are irreplaceable. Like, Again, even if they're sleeping and they have no idea and they'll never remember this. <laughs> Take a picture of it so you can show them later. Yeah. But yeah, that was my number two. Awesome. Wow. That's pretty. I could have saved this as my number one. Yeah. But I, uh, the, no, okay. But well, now I'm like, I can't wait to hear your number one. It's yeah. less gushy. Okay. Less gushy. Well, my number one is not that gushy at all. Other than when I think back over the year, the thing that changed the most and the thing that we experienced that we loved the most was just simply living at the beach. We have always, always said that, you know, where could we live? We could live anywhere. Well, we want to live in the mountains on a lake, but we want to live at the beach by the ocean. And we were always those people who were like, yeah, we're always beach people. people. And so for that to happen to us in 2020, completely unexpectedly, completely unexpectedly. And then just, to be there, to live there has been an incredible experience. And, you know, yeah, you, you mean like just the day in day yeah. out normal, mm-hmm. quote unquote, normal existence yeah. of living. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it was our dream and then the dream came to fruition. So that's got to be pretty high on the list. I think my number one is, is right in line with this. I'm just, yeah. I'll boil it down to a moment for me or, mm-hmm. or what I would say is like, a let's say a, 36 hour period. Oh, wow. Um, okay. We're really narrowing it down. Yeah. Not 35 hours, like a day and a half we're talking. Uh, basically, yeah, a day and a half. Let's okay. call it a day and a half. 36 Was hours. Waking up on August 3rd. Okay. Going at <laughs> noon to sign the papers, yeah. knowing there was a hurricane coming, mm-hmm. <laughs> running to the house with, with my brother Cody 
and my parents and Heather and uh, and the kids unloading. And your sister Gail? Am I, yeah, am I was getting there? Am I sister? Oh, sorry. Gail? Um, unloading the U-Haul like as quick as possible, mm-hmm. getting everything in the house by six p.m. The hurricane comes at seven p.m. You know, just b- trying to build stuff as the hurricane's coming, making yeah. sure every, like me, my mom and I trying to figure out how to- yeah, like hit. unwrapping the beds, you know, cause this house was completely empty. And fortunately, like we had planned as much as we could to like at least have enough mattresses for people, you know, but they're the, the memory foam ones. You have to open them up and roll them out. And you know, you're supposed to let them air out for 24 hours. We yeah. didn't, obviously we just slept on them, but. I mean, my mom and I are running around. Here's Here's a funny anecdote trying to figure out how to close the hurricane shutters because, oh, yeah. well, we've never had hurricane shutters before. <laughs> and there's just a thing of keys that's like 40 keys on this keychain, And like some are rusted and we can't, get them, we can't get them shut. And we're like- Don't have a ladder to get up like yeah, the high ones. Do they have to be shut? Like, do they have to be shut all the way? We know nothing about hurricane shutters, right? Um, <laughs> and my brother Cody and, and my sister Gail, like putting together the kitchen table because it's like 11 p.m. at night and no one's going to sleep other than the kids because the wind is- whipping the waves are hitting the house it's it's crazy mm-hmm. they can't sleep they're out there putting together the table heather and i are trying to sleep the house is swaying and we're like oh my gosh i think it is supposed to sway because it is up on stilts it's supposed to have some movement but it felt okay in the living yeah. room when you're around other people and as soon as you went in a room by yourself it, it got scary it so a little strange we couldn't sleep and then we're going out with them then there was like a loud crash in the middle of the night because someone dropped something and you and i bolted <laughs> up we went out and it was just my brother who was still up at like in the middle of the night <laughs> still putting together this dang table um and so all that finally we go to sleep next day wake up i go for a walk on the beach it is as calm as you can imagine sun is shining beautiful blue water. Mm-hmm. I'm out on the beach, walk around. I'm talking to everyone. They're like, you just moved in last night. That's crazy. You know, this and that. And then my brother and I at about noon go out and we have the perfect body surfing wave. So we're like out in the ocean, just body surfing. And I remember just sitting there thinking, this is my new life. This is it. We did it. <laughs> we survived the hurricane. Yeah. I can't believe we've actually, all the stuff that had to happen for this to work mm-hmm. has happened. Yeah. And now we're in, and this is this, this is the start of a brand new life and now it's normal right now it's like it was still a bunch of crazy stuff to 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 get ready but right. we've like survived that first day and now i'm actually enjoying the fruits of our labor sitting here body surfing with my brother and just hanging out yeah and it was awesome mm-hmm. definitely so that's a 36 hour period that, that was, was a, a bit wild that was wild and it was <laughs> it was really fun and a little bit touch and go there. Um, a little bit we, touch and go. But it was great because we didn't even lose power for that much. And we didn't have any major damage. Nope. So, yeah, we came out on top. And having family there, I think that... Yes. If it was just you and I and the kids, oh my I think we would have been no, we crazy stressed. Because, like, are we doing this right? What has yeah. to happen? I mean, when you have... You we know, would have had to there. unpack a whole U-Haul yeah. um, by ourselves with the kids. We can't even pack a car for a road trip without fighting because it's, you know, two kids with two adults and like the kids are you know, going up and down the stairs. I mean, it's just insane. So truth, to truth. have our family, they will Travis family, they're helping. It would, I, it would have been such a disaster if they hadn't been there. So would have been shout out to them. Disaster. So <laughs> yes, thank you guys. For, for listening through, if you've listened to all six, if you're on IGTV and you've listened to all six on IGTV, just say me so we can see <laughs> it. Give you a shout out. Um, if you guys are listening on the podcast, these have come out over the last six weeks. Thank you for listening that way. However you're listening, we really, really, really appreciate the support. I do want to give a shout out to Alex in Wonderland. I think at Alex in Wonderland 12, because we ask you guys, hey, let us know yeah, at the end of each show. 
reach out on Instagram. Let us know your best meal. Let us know your best drink. Let us know this. Today, we're going to ask you, let us know your best experience of 2020, mm -hmm. right? Everyone's is going to be pr probably pretty different than what you thought your best experience coming into 2019, like going into 2020. What did you think your best experience would be? Right. And what was your best experience? Probably pretty different. So let us know on Instagram, what is your best experience of 2020? Shout out to Alex in Wonderland 12 because... We've been asking people to put stuff in and she just crushed it, <laughs> especially <laughs> when we were talking about going and taking a trip to Michigan and Wisconsin. Right. And uh, I, she basically just planned our whole itinerary. Yeah. So be like Alex in Wonderland 12. Let us know. And I know she was watching too. So hi, um, let us know. We The best part of this podcast is the interaction with you guys. Like we wouldn't do it if mm -hmm. we just to hear ourselves speak. I mean, I like to speak. But um, yeah, thank you guys. And please, if you've listened through all the year in reviews, huge shout out um join in the fun interactive at extra pack of peanuts on instagram let us know those things how many places did you sleep in mm -hmm. right yep this year what was the most unexpected thing that happened to you in a good way what was your best drink of 2020 what was your best dessert of 2020 what was your best meal of 2020 and then what was your best experience of 2020 so let us know guys we want to hear from you and uh, we just really appreciate the uh, you giving us the opportunity to do this year in and year out, listening to the podcast and just being such an amazing, amazing community of people. If you're listening on an Apple podcast and you want to do us a favor, leave us a rating, leave us a review. We're trying to get to a thousand. Thank you guys for the support. We're going to have Kalem Boer, check him out on Spotify, sing you out here for the outro. Thank you for the support. And until next time, happy free travels. I saw you on my way through On my way through I saw you And I'll see you again